My name is Jesse, and I work with small businesses in the government marketplace. You're listening to FedBiz5, where you get informed, get connected, and get results on everything government contracting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of FedBiz5. Today, we have Eileen Kent, president of Custom Keynotes and known as the Federal Sales Sherpa. She's here to describe her three-step program. Eileen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to have you. Thank you for coming on. So what is this three-step program that, that you have? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me and inviting me the opportunity to explain three things that companies actually need to do when they're stepping off into their federal contracting world. And also if they're hit a plateau and they need to kind of regroup, we need to bring the team together at a company and train them on the federal sales game. And when I teach this class, and I've taught over 10,000 people in the last 20 years, this subject. Oh, wow. As I was the, yeah, I was the director of the Federal Sales Academy for about eight years traveling and teaching this stuff. But I have a two and a half hour training where we cover who are the key people inside the government that make the decisions about choosing you as a vendor. So we kind of talk about the different players at every layer within the government. And then we go into the different types of contracting vehicles, which are fast track ways to buy from you. And they are things that you actually have to apply for to get onto. You need training on that because a lot of people talk about contract vehicles, a classic one, for example, I'm sure you've discussed this, is the GSA schedule. But not everything is bought on the GSA schedule. There are many other ways things are purchased. So the first thing the team needs to do is gather around and get custom training for their business on what are the contract vehicles in their area of expertise and what are the types of people that they're going to encounter so that they can pivot their pitch as they're going. Excellent. Uh, so one question though, what is the coolest service you actually helped in with the three-step program? Oh my program? God, I'm so glad you asked that question. Great question. Out of the 350 companies that I've helped in the last 10 years, most recently I helped a company, and I'm not kidding you, they actually solve cold cases. So they have a laboratory in Texas that has a DNA capability where out of seven cells, one fingerprint, they can not only identify a Jane or John Doe that it's over 50 years of mystery, they can also find their killer. And all those things you've seen in all those scary shows and the and the judges nowadays when you go in like CSI or something and you go and the judge will say to you, listen, those technologies aren't out there. It's not that good DNA, but it is now. So there's a company called Othrum who's out of Texas who has a DNA process where they can identify cold cases for over 50 years old of people that they've never found out who they even were. And also there might be a little trace of DNA, seven cells or less, and they can identify their killer as well. So they're solving cold cases right now, left and right. That's got to be about one of the coolest things I've done in the last 10 years is to help them. That is pretty darn cool. Where, where is it again? Texas, you said? Yeah, they're in Texas. That's so funny. I was actually just watching an episode that, that was talking about this DNA, yeah. old cases that are cold. Yeah. They should hire them. <laughs> yeah, and they and they actually, they took my three-step and uh, they executed it beautifully. They've captured over $100 million in SBIR and contracts 
working with agencies trying to uncover cold cases that have been sitting on the shelf for 50 years or longer. So they're doing great work. You might see them on Dateline. They've been on the Today Show. They've been on all kinds of different cold case file shows, forensic files and others. So they're really knocking it out of the park. It's very exciting to see. And I train their team how to sell the feds, which is really fun. That's awesome. Step two. So the first one is training the team just on the terminology and the people and the contract vehicles. Step two is a really detailed. Um, There's data out there about past contracts. And instead of walking the halls of the country for a year, which is the first thing I did when I was selling to the feds 20 years ago, I actually went out and talked to people. You can actually do data dips into this database and pull information about who buys what you sell from whom and how, which allows you to make corporate decisions about which particular agencies and what locations within those agencies you should be calling on. So that's step two is doing your homework. And then step three is building an action plan around those specific agencies, contract vehicles, teaming partners that you need to focus on. And it keeps you from having to stumble around for a year. Now you're in the right direction, focused on maybe five locations. And that's my three-step program is training the team on selling, doing the deep dive analysis on who buys what you sell, and then building an action plan for the team. Excellent. And then the team has to pick up the ball and run from there, step off and go after it. Very cool. But one more question. Tell me a little bit about how it started. And you started what, in D.C.? Your first day was in D.C.? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my gosh. When I started selling to the federal government, it was right after 9-11. I was actually working with a company that uh, sells temporary office furniture. So if someone needed 100 workstations, I could deliver them and set them up in two business days. So the owner of my company asked me to go on the Lewis and Clark expedition to sell to the feds. So I traveled to LA, San Francisco, San Diego, Dallas, Atlanta, DC, Chicago, back around again, around again, around again. I was on the road for a year walking the halls of the federal government. And my biggest get in that first year, there was a couple big gets, but my biggest one was I captured Homeland Security's very first offices within their undisclosed location. But my very first day in D.C., I literally got the role on a Friday, and I was in D.C. from Chicago on a Monday. I'd never been to D.C. before. I'm selling to the feds. (laughs) (laughs) So back then, I had my flip phone, and I had my directory of agencies. And I'm in the middle of D.C. and I said, "Okay, I need a cup of coffee. So I went and sat down at a coffee shop and I flipped open my flip phone and I called the top office. I called the White House. Need any temporary furniture? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. And I think I have a note here that says you also cold called the Pentagon. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I'll be there in just a second. So then I called the White House. Then I called the House of Representatives. And the guy at the House of Representatives was like, who would ever order temporary furniture? What a waste of money. What kind of idiot would rent furniture? And it was such a pushback. So I started laughing and I said, well, obviously, you know about what I do. So what idiots in this town rent? And he goes, call the Senate. Here's their number. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) So I called the Senate. The guy answers the phone and he goes, furniture. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're my guy. And he goes, I'm your guy. And he said, you said furniture and I sell furniture. He goes, yeah, I, I, I rent furniture. Come on over. And I had, remember, never been to D.C. before. My coffee's not even cold yet. So I run out into the street and I go up to a cop and I'm like, I'm looking for the Senate. And he points at the Capitol. So I run over to the Capitol and I'm like, you can't come in here. And I go, well, I'm looking for a guy named Dave at the Senate. He goes, oh, the Dirksen building. And they point at this building nearby. And I run over to the building 
And the security guards let me right in after showing my ID. They go, yeah, Dave's office is just the fourth door down. And literally walk in, bang on the (laughs) door. David opens the door and he lets me in. And the guy from Congress, the first guy who said, you know what, idiots would rent. They're sitting there together. Oh, wow. (laughs) And they're laughing at me. And they go, come on, sit down. And they're joking. And within two weeks, I was delivering furniture to the Senate. First 15 minutes in D.C. That's awesome. So it takes walking those halls and banging on doors and making phone calls. And it takes grit to get out there and make it so. Definitely got to put yourself out there and, and be willing to work with people. Yeah. That, that, excellent, excellent stories. Oh, man, my Pentagon one, a sign maker snuck me in. <laughs> <laughs> and then the alarms went off when we were inside and we had to evacuate to the center. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was laughing hysterically and this general walks up to me. He's like, this is no laughing matter, young lady. And I go, well, I'm at ground zero just after nine 11, the alarms are going off and I'm in the center. And if I'm going to go down, I'm going down laughing, sir. He goes, I like you come up to my office and see me <laughs> when this is over. Oh my goodness. But you're not wrong. You know, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go laughing. That's funny. I like that. Exactly. What else are you going to do when you're in sales? You got to get put yourself out there. Right. And if anybody ever wants to learn more about Eileen and uh, her, her business, you can check her out online at federalsalessherpa.com. Yeah. Eileen, thank you for coming on. Yeah. And we hope to have you again. Take care. My pleasure. Take care now. Bye-bye. This concludes this week's episode of Fed Biz 5, where you get informed get connected, and get results. Today's podcast is sponsored by FedBizAccess, government contracting made simple. Visit them at FedBizAccess.com or contact them at 888-299-4498.